0: Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. In the last several episodes, we have talked about honoring God, honoring the Word of God, honoring God's Word for what it is, which is the Word of God. We've talked about how the Word of God is life and health to us according to the Word. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22 shares that. Now, we've also talked about the need to confess the Word of God, to speak its truth, and that is true for us. And today I want to apply that in regards to experiencing the healing that God wants for us. Let's look again at Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22. It says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. The Jubilee translation reads, For they are life unto those that find them and medicine to all their flesh. So God's word is life, it is health, it is healing. We can consider it as medicine to our physical bodies. And what we need to know is that just like regular medicine, it doesn't do us any good unless it's applied or unless it's taken. So how do we apply? How do we take the medicine of God's word? Well, it's simple. It's by believing it and speaking it. It's by confessing it's true, true for you, true for me. We speak God's truth over our bodies, over our lives, over our situation We go to God's word to see what his truth is. And no matter what circumstance we are experiencing at the time, we speak his truth. Now, we're not denying the circumstance. If we're sick, we don't deny that we are sick. But what we don't do is believe that sickness is God's will. We believe God's will according to what God has said in his word. So if his word says that it's his will for us to be well, then we speak that it's his will for us to be well. Revelations chapter 12, verse 11 says this, they overcame him and it's talking about the devil. They overcame him because of the lamb's blood or the blood of the lamb, depending on what translation you're reading. I'm reading right now from the world English Bible. It says they overcame him because of the lamb's blood, talking about the sacrifice that Jesus did for us. He gave himself as the ultimate sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins. He died on the cross for us. But the good news is, it, he didn't stop there. He rose again from the grave and he ever liveth to make intercession for us, the scripture tells us. But it says, they overcame him, the evil one, because of the Lamb's blood, meaning because of the redemptive work that Christ has already done for us. And then it says, and because of the word of their testimony. Because of the word of their testimony. So it takes what Jesus has already done for us and what we believe and say about it concerning us. So how did you get saved? By believing and confessing. Let's go look at that again. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 says this, that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes... Resulting in righteousness and with the mouth confession is made, resulting in salvation. And again, that's from the World English Bible. So we see there's two things involved here: believing and confessing. Believing and confessing. If you have read James chapter two, you know that the Bible talks about faith without works is dead. There there needs to be a, a work in our faith, or our faith needs to be acted on. And one of the major ways to do this is through simply speaking the word. We act on our faith by confessing it, by making it our confession of faith. We act on the word, we confess the word. That's how we act on it. So in in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, we see that we believe and we confess. We believe in our heart, we confess with our mouth. And the result is our salvation. Now, also remember that we talked about how The scripture says that we walk in Christ or live in Christ the same way that we accepted him. And how did we do that? We just read it, by believing and confessing. So let's look again at Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. It says, as therefore you received Christ. How did we receive him? By believing and confessing. So therefore, as you receive Christ the Lord, walk in him. The same way we received him is the same way that we walk in him. And then it goes on to say, verse 7, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, even as you were taught, abounding in it in thanksgiving. Amen. So we believe God's word and we speak God's word. This is how we apply God's healing word to our physical bodies. This is how we take the medicine of his word. We apply it to our bodies through faith. We believe it and we speak it. We believe it and we speak it. So let's look at some of the the truths that we see in God's word that we need to be believing and we need to be confessing over ourselves. That is true for us. The first one I want to share with you is Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. I hope you know this one because this is where God revealed who he was uh, specifically concerning healing. He says, I am the Lord, your healer. That's plain as it can be. God said in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, he revealed himself to his children as being the Lord, our healer. So our confession of faith is this. What I believe in my heart is that the Lord is my healer. And I confess that with my mouth, the Lord is my healer. So I believe and I say, the Lord is my healer. The Lord is my healer. The Lord is my healer. I'm confessing what he said of himself. I'm confessing what the word says is true. Let's look at another one. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. It talks about the spirit of God. When we become a Christian, the spirit of God, the spirit of Christ dwells within us. And that spirit brings life to our bodies. Let me read it to you. Romans chapter 8 from the English Standard Version. Romans 8, 11 says if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The King James says will quicken your body. I like that. The spirit of Christ, the spirit of God dwells in us. That's the spirit that God used to raise up Jesus from the grave and the Bible says that same spirit gives life to our mortal bodies. Amen. That, that excites me that the spirit of the Holy One, the spirit of God who is my healer, the spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to indwell me as a believer. And that spirit is giving life to my body. A lot of times when I lay down at night to go to sleep, one of the last things that I say just to myself is this, that as I sleep, the spirit of God that lives within me is giving life to my body. It is causing my body to be well. Amen. That's one of the last things I say before I go to sleep. And I say it to myself. So our confession is the spirit of God lives within me, giving life to my body. The Spirit of God lives within me, giving life to my body. We believe that because we see it as truth in the Word of God, and we speak it as an act of faith. Let's look at another one, 1 Peter 2, verse 24, from the English Standard Version. And it says, He, referring to Jesus, Himself bore our sins in His body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By His wounds you have been Healed, and of course, it's talking about the redemptive work that Jesus has already finished for us. So our confession, according to this verse, 1 Peter two twenty four, should be something like this: Jesus has already paid the price for my forgiveness and my healing. Therefore, I walk and live in the righteousness that Christ has provided for me, and I walk in the healing that He has already provided for me. Amen, amen. That's our confession of faith based on what we believe, based on his word. And it's through through the blood of the lamb, the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, and the word of our testimony that we overcome. The word of our testimony needs to be what the word of God says. Amen. Whatever the word of God says is true, that becomes our testimony. Even if we are not living it out at the moment, it doesn't change God's truth. I can be sick in my body, but still confess that Jesus, by his wounds, what he's already done for me, I am healed. I confess that's true. And that's how I move from the circumstance that doesn't line up with the Word of God to the circumstances yielding, giving way, and becoming what the Word of God says. So just because I'm sick doesn't mean does it mean that God isn't my healer? Just because I'm sick in body doesn't mean that the living spirit of God isn't within me, giving life to me. Just because I might be sick in body doesn't mean that Jesus has not already paid the price for my healing. No, what it does mean is that my body has yet to line up with the truth of God's word. So what do I need to do? I need to take the medicine of the word. I need to apply the medicine of the word. I do that by reading the word of God, hearing the word of God, believing it in my heart, and speaking it with my mouth. Believing and confessing. We're going to talk more about this in our next episode, but I want you to look to the word of God to see what it says is true and believe it in your heart and begin to confess it's true for you. You confess it and you hold on to your belief and you hold on to your confession. Believing is coming to pass in your life. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Again, my name is Tim Dumas. I want you to know that God is good and he loves you. Until next time, God bless.